Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And today is Tuesday, August 15th, 2017, and this is episode 147. Woohoo! Woohoo! Already <laughs> middle of August. It's crazy. And the kids go back to school next week. I know. I have one kid going back to school next week and the other starting junior college the week after. So, wow. (laughs) We are again at the Santa Cruz Yacht Harbor. So if you hear ambient bird sounds, that's because they're all about us at the moment. So, and it's windy today. So very windy. Yeah. You might hear some sail clanging noises. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Pretty noises. All right. So what are you wearing? I was wearing my Ghost Gardens Shawlette today. Ghost Gardens Shawlette is a pattern by Kelene Kinnersley. And I knit this in some of my hand spun in a braid from Pigeon Roof Studios called Golden Pansies. I talked about that last episode and, well, I had started it last episode and then I finally got around to finishing it and blocking it and I was wearing it. Today was the first time I was wearing it because actually this morning I was finishing sewing in the ends. I witnessed it. Even in her ends. <laughs> so I put it on immediately and wore it until it got too warm this afternoon. But now it's windy again, so I could probably wear it. Except for the fact that we're sitting in, in the car. car. Yeah. Well, you get too warm if you put it on now. Yeah. But the Ghost Gardens Shawlette turned out to be a great design for hand spun because it starts from the top down. It's knit in stockinette. And then there's a lace portion, which can easily be started or stopped any time to accommodate the amount of yardage you have, because it's just based on a stitch count. And every time you get back to a right side row, the lace pattern would work out if you decided to knit it there, because it's a very basic pattern. <laughs> so it's not like an eight row repeat. You have no, to do all eight no, rows. It's, okay. it's, it's pretty basic. I think there's four or six rows in the repeat, but all it is is moving the yarn overs so that they're not all stacked. Stack, right. Stagger them. Yeah. It's so, so pretty. It looks Thank like you. she spun it to be striped. And I didn't. It was all random. It's got purples and yellows in it because it's named after pansies, of course. So if you think of those purple and yellow flowers, the pansies. And yeah. It's got a pico edge, and it's a pretty basic, pretty easy pattern. And it's a very dainty pink pico edge, too. It's not it's a not, super pronounced no, one. No, it's not big picos. Yeah. And I also did not block each pico out, which I have done on shawls, but I didn't particularly feel this one needed it. No, I think it it suits the rest of the shawl very well, I yeah, think, to not have it be super dramatic at the edge. I agree. So that was the Ghost Gardens Shawlette. How about you, Gail? What are you wearing? I'm wearing my confetti number two. So I'm wearing the confetti in the Holtzgarn Coast yarn that's pink with gradual different shades of pink stripes in it. And it is the perfect layer for days like today where it started out foggy and chilly and then shifted to windy, which it's not really chilly, but you know how wind just kind of mm-hmm. makes you feel chilly. So I've been wearing my confetti all day. I told Charlene, we saw each other this morning and then again to record. And I told her I fully expected to be down to a t-shirt by now, <laughs> but the sweater has been on all day. So it's fantastic. Yeah. 
This yarn is great for that. It's it just is, a really wearable so light, yeah. light yeah. layer. So that's Confetti by Vera Valimaki, and this is the one in Coast Yarn, which we've talked about many, many, many times. times. <laughs> so what have you been stocking? I've been stocking a few things. The first one is called the Lines, Cowl, and Hat, and that is a pattern. Oops. Pattern by Amy Jade Creations, and it's a free Ravelry download and this pattern kind of along with the ghost garden chalet is part of my quest to find and have a really good stable of patterns to use with small bits of hand spun yarn i love the dimension that's bringing to the podcast of how different patterns that you're stocking and knitting because of hand spun yarn yeah. i think that's really cool because you you often don't know how much you're going to end up with and a lot of times I, I measure it but still there's probably some play in the way that I measure my, my yarn. I'm not exacting. I do try to be. But according to this pattern page the cowl slash hat can be made with 55 to 66 yards of Aran White yarn. Say that one more time. 55 to 66. 66. I thought you said 55 yeah. to 56. Oh, that's no. A, that's the oddest <laughs> yardage I've ever well, heard. I actually thought 55 to 66 was odd until I realized that was 50 to 60 meters. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it all makes sense now. That's what it says on the pattern page anyway. So this cowl is a simple knit in the round cowl with a pearl row. Ooh, cute. Every few rounds. So you could easily do this with fingering doubled. You could easily change the cast on numbers to match whatever gauge yarn you have. The cowl, according to the pattern page, will fit kids through adults. The cute thing is that she even shows the cowl worn as a hat. I thought that was a hat. Yeah, it looks like it. And so all it is is she show, has a photo of a child with the tube pulled over her head. It's still open on top, so I don't know how practical it would be if you really needed a hat for warmth, but it's cute. Oh, it's like a buff. You know, that's become the popular thing for exercising is to wear a buff oh, to, instead of a headband. pull your hair yeah. out at yeah, the top. Yeah, so yeah. it would be kind of the same idea. Yeah. So, cute, very, very basic, and a free pattern. That's the Lines, Cowl, and Hat by Amy Jade Creations. Now, is there a hat pattern that goes with it, or she's just saying you can wear the cowl like a hat, as I in that picture? I think she's saying that you can wear it like a hat. Oh, okay. I did not look to see if she had another pattern, which is a good question. But since she shows the pattern worn as a hat, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of a stretch, though. Yeah, kind exactly, like I said, because if it's cold, you might mm -hmm. not want to wear it. So the second thing that I am stocking is called the Calliope Cowlette by Karina Spencer. That is cute. And now Karina Spencer is the designer of another cowl that is meant to look like a shawl named Zuzu's Petals that I have previously made. And I know Gail has made several. Times. Yeah, you've yeah. made several. That's what I thought. And the Calliope Cowlette, I have to say the pattern photo is so pretty and interesting. 
And the pattern photo, well, the sample is so pretty because it is made in a highly, highly variegated yarn. And so many patterns, people think, oh, I can't make it with variegated yarn because it's, it's not going to show the stitch pattern. It'll be too busy. But this is gorgeous. It's really pretty. It's absolutely gorgeous. Is that a newer pattern? I believe so. It is published August. Yeah. Okay. This so month. brand new. So fairly new. There are only 10 projects as we speak listed on Ravelry. And I have to say that the model totally rocks this look. She looks, she also looks like she has a tattoo of a lace shawl. It does. It looks like she's arm. wearing a lace shawl. I completely thought that was clothing. Is it a tattoo? I believe so. Wow. I believe it is. That's so wild. I completely thought she was wearing another piece of knitwear. No, I believe it's a tattoo. Wow. And it is so pretty. That is an intricate, really well done tattoo. It is. Holy smoke. I, I really think it is. I don't know for sure, but I think it is. So it's the Calliope Cowlette. There'll be a link to it in the show notes. You guys go look at the photo and... Yeah, you have to agree with me that she totally rocks this she look. She really does, yeah. <laughs> you know, I love Karina Spencer's aesthetic. She has so many beautiful designs. I have a zillion of them in my library, and I really need to knit more of them because they really are so pretty, and they aren't difficult to knit, the ones I've knit before, because I think I've knit something besides Zuzu's Petals. Yeah. So she's a really talented designer. Yeah, I think you have. I went and looked at the patterns, and... I remember thinking that you had knit a couple of hers. I have knit Zuzu's petals. I knit that for a gift. And just to clarify, this one, similar to Zuzu's petals, it is a cowl. It's knit as a cowl. So you put your head through an opening and it hangs around your neck like a cowl. But it's designed with a point in the front so it looks like a shawl. It looks really like pretty. you're wearing a shawl with the point forward, but you're not going to have the ends sliding off. It's going to stay in place. You can probably wear it very easily with a coat or a jacket, or in this case, with a tank top yeah, and a, and a tattoo. tattoo. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So that is Calliope Cowlette by Karina Spencer. The third thing I am rocking is the Perkins Cove pullover. Now this pattern is not new. It's a pattern by Pam Allen that was published back in March of 2014. Meant, well it's, it's, it's for Quince and Company. So the yarn that is recommended is Quince and Company Sparrow, which is their fingering weight linen. Now I used a different yarn a Knit Picks linen cotton blend was it last year when I knit my Donner. Lindy Chang. Lindy Chang, yes, thank you. And I still have a sweater quantities of that yarn, so I'm thinking I might be able to use it for this. One of my coworkers is making this sweater and she's making it in a wool and it, it looks fantastic in wool, but I, since I have the linen, I might want to make it. So this is a pullover, and similarly to Little Bird, it's got patterned stripes. In, in Little Bird's case, 
they were laced stripes. In this, in the Perkins Cove pullover, they're just, it looks like, I think they're double yarn overs. So you do a double yarn over and then you drop one when you're knitting on the row back. So you have kind of an elongated row of stitches. And it looks like you do a couple of those in succession to get patterning. Patterning, I call it kind of like patterned stripes around the sweater. And like I said, it's not a new pattern. I have the yarn. I've seen it in person. It's super cute. So <laughs> our friend Nancy, of... who's knitting it, Charlene's coworker and our good friend Nancy, she's knitting it in a speckled twisted owl fibers mm -hmm. colorway that is so pretty yeah. and it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm kind of considering that one as well because it's so easy to want something when you see it in person. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. Always, every time. Yeah. And then one more thing that I'm stocking. This is called the Nelson Pullover by Irina Anakera. And it she wrote this pattern for the fall. I'm sorry, Anakeva. Anakiva. It's a V, not an R. She wrote this pattern for Interweave Knits Fall 2017, which must have just come out. I was going to say. Yeah, I yeah, haven't seen the magazine, but I've seen the patterns on the Ravelry. Ravelry yeah. And this pattern is kind of an homage to that athleisure wear style that is so popular now because it's really a nice hoodie. Well, it's not quite a hoodie. It's a hoodie style pullover, but it has a cowl neck with cables that go all up the sleeves and all the way up to the cowl. And it is pictured on a man. So it's sized, let's see, from 36 to 52. But I'm betting that we're gonna see women wearing this because it's, there's nothing, man, you know, there's nothing. It's completely, it's could go completely either way, yeah. 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 In terms of clothing, He's so too. yes, <laughs> so it's really nice photos, really cute design, and doesn't look maybe in the magazine they have photos of the whole garment. I did notice that the Ravelry photos, none of them you can see the entire garment in one place, and in fact, there isn't even a photo of the waist. It looks like so, it might be a cropped sweater, so they're picturing him. <laughs> I'm kind of making that up, but it could be. <laughs> Maybe it's too short on him, and that's why they don't show the whole thing. That could be, right? That could be. Max it has been be. asking me to knit him a sweater, and I have to show him this pattern because he actually might like that. This one is really cute because it's definitely that hoodie style. Yeah. Even though it doesn't have a hood, but it does have the tall cowl with the drawstrings. Mm -hmm. Very, very cute. Kind of like the, the cowl of Honor Eve sweaters. Mm -hmm. It's very yes. similar. Yeah. Definitely something that I like and I could see myself wearing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I quite like it. So that is the Nelson Pullover by Irina Anakeva. How about you, Gail? What are you stocking? Well, I've been stocking quite a bit lately, too. There's a brand, 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 brand new shawl that just came out today, I think, that I've been stalking via Instagram. 
It's by oh. Vanessa Ewing, and she has been posting teaser pictures on Instagram for quite a while. And it is such a cool, unique shawl. It's knit in Noro Silk Garden Erin Weight Yarn, which is a slow color changing yarn. Mm -hmm. Very pretty colors. And it is a garter stitch body, triangular shawl, and she has modular mitered squares added to one side. Oh. So it's the striped top-down triangle uh -huh. with mitered squares along one side. And yeah. it's so unique and yeah, pretty. That sounds I unique. love it. I absolutely love it. So I've been admiring it on Instagram. And when I saw it pop up on Ravelry today, I think it might be free for today and then 50% off, I think. So I got it right away because it was free. So I was really excited. I don't think I would knit it in that particular yarn because an Aran weight shawl would probably be too heavy for me to wear almost ever. So I would have to modify it to knit in some other type of yarn, but it's really, really cool. And I didn't tell you what the name of it is. It's the Sakuli shawl by Vanessa Ewing and that's S-I-K-U-L-I. -I. So really neat. It just you know, it ticks all the boxes for me. It has yeah. stripes, it has texture, it's garter stitch, it's unique. I love the mitered squares. It's just really, really neat. So big thumbs up for this new shawl. The second thing I've been stocking, like you said, that you've been stocking some sweaters that aren't new. I've had this sweater in my queue for five years at least probably oh. it's the Polly sweater by Isabel oh, Kramer I remember that one yeah it's a free pattern on Ravelry and it's been on Ravelry for a long time it is a top-down raglan shaped sweater knit in fingering weight yarn and on the pattern page it's striped and most people knit it striped it has but it's a cardigan so it has buttons and it has a little tiny shawl collar at the top we got to see one live and in person at one of the knockers retreats and it's beautiful it's just a really nice simple little cardigan and i'm thinking of knitting it as a fade oh so i have been stash diving and stash shopping to find the perfect blend for a pink fade. Mm -hmm. And when I tried to do it by myself, I failed because <laughs> I don't know why when I do it by myself, certain combinations just don't pop out at me. So my mom had a birthday and so I took her to the Swift Stitch and she got some yarn and she bought Plymouth Happy Feet Splash, which is a speckled fingering weight yarn in the colorway lipstick, which I also have. And she said, wouldn't this look pretty with a light pink? I said, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. So once we got her yarn, we went back to my house and I pulled all my yarn out again. And we put together my lipstick with <laughs> a pale pink that is from Spencer Hill Natural Dyes. And then I picked out a tonal dark, darker pink by Luna Gray Arts. And the fourth skein is... Wooly Wonka. Oh, yeah. It's a very, very light natural base with speckles of light pink and other colors, but it's mostly pink leaning colors. And there's some sparkle yeah. in that one. Yeah, just little sparkles. Yeah, little sparkles. So I'm thinking the Wooly Wonka 
natural with speckles, fading into the pink, fading into the lipstick, fading into the darker. Yeah. So I brought these four skeins of yarn around. First, Max had to approve them. Then I got to have lunch with Anne, AG so-and-so, Carol, Love Pie, and Charlene, and got their approval on this combination. And I've been trying to decide what cardigan, because I have my confadement now, that's my tunic pullover, and so now I want a cardigan and a fade, and I already have my turquoise and gray one, so now I must have a pink one. So I'm really excited about this, and I think that the poly sweater will be perfect because it is a top-down knit all-in-one piece. Mm -hmm. So the other cardigans I was considering all have either set-in sleeves or a different kind of sleeve construction that wouldn't blend as nicely as I want for the sweater. Mm -hmm. They don't lend themselves to a fade so much, I don't think. So that's the Polly Cardigan by Isabel Kramer. The next one I am stocking is because of Anne, who I just mentioned, AG so-and-so. She just was released in an issue of the Friends of Shibui newsletter. She is now a designer among such greats as Melanie Berg and Coco Knits and many, many others who are Friends of Shibui designers. And her first Shibui pattern was released last week and it's called Viewpoint. And we probably stocked this, Charlene, I think you I did. I have because yeah. I have yarn in a bag ready to go for that yep. pattern. So I was stocking my single plies before I left the house today. They're all scattered about the bedroom. <laughs> but Viewpoint is a beautiful and unique shawl slash cowl slash scarf, I think is how she describes it on Ravelry. What she did is she cast on a very long cast on edge, and then she shapes it with short rows so that it's almost like a dart shape. And then you do the same thing with your second color. And then you three needle bind them off together down the center of that shape. So it ends up like an arrow with the really long ends and you can take those ends and tie them around. I'm not gonna try to describe it because I've been doing things in multiple languages today and my brain is fried, so I'm not even gonna try. But it's really cool. Please go look at the pattern. It's a really neat viewpoint. And her next pattern that's gonna come out, I believe is her Chevre sweater, which is a beautiful pullover sweater that's in my queue. And I can't remember the name of the third shawl, but it's a very, very light, airy, I think it's lace weight or fingering knitted, a very open gauge. It's not assimilate, but it's something like that. So congratulations to Anne for becoming one of the friends of Shibui designers. Super proud of you, super happy for you. And like I said, I had about had all my single ply out today mm -hmm. and I have my heart set on using a skein of Tosh Merino light in the colorway deep. And it is a beautiful deep, deep blue. And I really want to knit it with something. I was thinking either Mockingjay or Moonglow or something that's a gray leaning or blue leaning gray. But pulling them all out in the sun, I think that deep has to stand completely on its own. It's such a beautiful color that no other color is going to look good enough next to it. It's just so pretty. So I'm kind of going back and forth on what combination I want to do for that shawl. But it's such a striking shawl with the way the two colors come together that I want it to be, you know how you were going back and forth with your 
you tried two colors with pure joy and they yeah. didn't work. So you tried yes. them with a different shawl. Yeah. Well, I think this is going to be the same for me with finding the right colors for that. Yeah. She, I think uses a black and an almost white color. So the striking design is even more striking because of the contrast in colors. Yeah. So it's going to take some playing around. I went from as far as deep, the colorway deep and a light gray to maybe, Oh, I should use my, Malabrigo Anniversario, which is the most variegated rainbow-licious colorway from Malabrigo. <laughs> yes, so my brain is. went from one end all the way to the extreme other end, but I really don't think I want a super busy yarn in that design. I think they have to be super yeah. tonal, like slightly tonal yeah. yarns. Yeah. So anyways, I... Uh, obviously have a lot of fantasy knitting left to go on that one before I figure out what yarns to use, but super fun, super excited for Anne and can't wait to cast on that shawl. So what are you knitting? I am knitting a couple of things. I started a pattern called, well, this is odd. It's called, I keep wanting in my head. I, every time I look at it, I say it's dodging rain drops cow. <laughs> dodging raindrops Cow. well yeah because it's it, well it's not raindrops it's dodging rain drops uh, you know but I you're don't dodging know. raindrops is right what, yeah but I, I get it but raindrops to me is one word so oh, I see what you mean when it's two words I'm not sure if it's two words intentionally or if raindrops can also be two words because I know raindrop is a word so I don't know I don't know. Like I, don't I said, know. multiple languages in my head today. Don't well, even ask me. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I don't know. Maybe there's some meaning that I don't know. So anyway, Dodging Rain Drops Cal <laughs> is a pattern by Vanessa Ewing. Hey. I was going to say you. We did one. it again. Yes. Oh my gosh. We're so spooky. Yeah. The shawl that I stocked first was Vanessa Ewing. That's so weird. When you when I read it, I was thinking, hey, wait a minute. Oh, we did it again. <laughs> did oh it my again. gosh. Okay, sorry. Okay. So the Dodging Raindrops cowl is fingering weight cowl knit in the round with yarn overs strategically placed as you go around. It's pretty basic. And I am using more of a sport weight yarn than a, it's, it's some of my hand spun again. So it's goes maybe a fingering to a sport weight. I didn't really make a gauge swatch with it, so I don't know for sure, but I had cast it on, started knitting it and I think I have enough yarn to make it a little bit bigger so I just decided this morning that I'm going to rip out what I knit and restart that. I've only knit an inch or so so it's not a huge loss. But it's a pretty basic cow, very pretty. The pattern pictures show it in a purplish yarn which is what I am using. I I'm changing it up a little bit because the sample was knit in garter stitch. I'm going to do mine in stockinette stitch just because my yarn is a little bumpier anyway. So I think it'll look nice in stockinette. I think that handspun looks really pretty in stockinette. You can really mm -hmm. see the colors yeah. much yeah. more defined than in garter stitch. Yeah. So that is the Dodging Raindrops cow. Vanessa Ewing. 
And what else am I knitting in my hands? I have my divvy and that's it. I'm to the point where I need to start something new. Like a sweater. Yes. I have my yarn all in a bag for a second confetti for me. Yay. But I just haven't started it. So that's it. How about you? What are you knitting? Well, I'm finishing my outing shawl right now, which I've talked about a couple times. And this is a Colors of Fall knit-along project. And I actually have it straddling the what am I knitting and what have I finished categories on my show notes because I will have it finished by tonight, I think. Mm. I'm on the final edge part. And tonight might be actually a little too optimistic because the rows are really, really long. But it's beautiful. It is knit. It's a triangular shawl knit in DK weight yarn, but I am using sport weight yarn instead. And I'm using Imperial Stock Ranch Tracy 2, which is a Columbia wool, I think. And I think so. Mountain Merino from Madeline Tosh. And the Tracy 2 is in neutral gray and the Madeline Tosh Mountain Merino is in navy peony and ballet slipper pink. So the combination is really beautiful. Thank you Charlene for that suggestion way back when we first <laughs> saw the palette the color palettes and the navy. Look how pretty the navy is. It has it like really is. it has a glow Gorgeous. to it. It's so pretty. So I'm really going to love the edging on the shawl. I think best of the whole shawl but it's huge it's enormous I knit it longer than the pattern because I had extra yarn and Charlene and I were just talking this morning about oh we're gonna have extra yarn from these shawls and we both had decided last night that we were gonna make tassels for our new shawl yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna use our extra yarn and make tassels so I'm super excited about this almost finished and let's see what else am I knitting I'm also working on my Markley pullover by Elizabeth Doherty, which is another Colors of Fall project. I haven't seen that one yet. I think I was knitting it the last time we were here. I was. We were oh, talking okay. about the color. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I picked back up my painted pixel scarf. See, what happened was I had that big flurry of cast-ons. <laughs> That's right. And all those cast-ons <laughs> were causing me stress because I don't like having so many projects on the go. So I've made a concerted effort to try and finish off some of the projects in my queue mm -hmm. of projects. And so the painted pixel scarf was kind of calling to me, why are you ignoring me? <laughs> so I've decided to work on that a little bit. And here's a little helpful tip for all of you who are taking kids back to school shopping or anytime you're out and about knit or crocheting little tiny motifs is perfect for on the go knitting. I actually crocheted a whole motif while my kids were trying on clothes <laughs> when we were back to school shopping. It was fantastic. So great little portable project for that scarf as well. I am working on the peer pressure shawlette by Celia McAdam Cahill and pretty soon I'll be able to pick back up the Cherry Bloom sweater by Lena Toasty. So lots of stuff on the needles still. Hoping to get some of it off the needles so that I don't feel the pressure of all these yeah, projects. Yeah. I don't know why I do that to myself. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know what it is about having multiple projects that stresses me out. It just I seems silly. I feel scattered when I have too many Maybe projects. that's what it is. Yeah. And I don't feel like I make enough progress 
on all of them to satisfy my product knitting side. Yeah, and that could be part of it because you're you're more used to knitting fewer projects. Mm -hmm. So you're just used to that. And when I have, this is the weird phenomenon. <laughs> Charlene and I both keep trying to put pieces of fluff and vegetable vegetable matter from our yarn out the window, and they keep blowing right back in. <laughs> Did we mention it's very windy today? It's windy. <laughs> but the other thing that happens, the more project I more projects I have, the messier my house is. So yeah. my knitting spots become overrun they with grow. project bags yeah. and the detritus I, of yeah. knitting. So I really wanted to clean off the coffee table, but I had my whole container of knitting needles out because I was using different needles for different things and I really wanted to put it away and I thought oh this is just ridiculous <laughs> yeah, I understand <laughs> so that's what I'm knitting all the things what have you finished I'm seeing and it's so pretty oh so gosh. I have something really fun to talk about today because I did not even have this started last time and it's just a cow so it's a small project just. but the fun thing is the yarn. I knit the diagonal ribbed cowl by Mel Clark. And I knit this pattern, which is the the pattern for the cowl is a very easy knit two together, yarn over, knit two together, yarn over. That's all it is. And this yarn really just dressed it up, shows it off. It's and is really, the star really pretty. Of the cow. It's so fun. I know I say that all the time, but these are really no. This our is colors really too. fun. So I knit this in a skein of Monostel Uruguay that we received from Fairmont Fibers, who is the North American distributor of Monostel Uruguay for review. And Gail and I don't take a lot of products for review because. Really, we want to knit what we want to knit, and sometimes, <laughs> yeah, and sometimes we don't really want to knit. It's obligation knitting. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we don't really want to knit obligation knitting. But I was curious about this base. It's called Serpentina. It's an Aran white yarn. There are 142 yards in a skein, and the yarn comes in 12 different colors. This color is called Pina, and it is a pale pink going to a bright hot pink. There's some gray speckled in there, and there's a little bit in places you can see a little bit of the base color as well. So I knit my cowl on a size 8 needle, and I used up almost the whole skein, so it was perfect size for this cowl. The fun thing about this yarn is that it is hand spun from hand painted merino top and from the website, uh, actually I'll just read what I wrote from the website, it says hand spun from hand painted merino top Serpentina is a truly artisanal product. Each skein is truly unique and the colors are random. Will not stack or pull which it does not. No, not at all. It absolutely does not. And as a hand-spun yarn, there is some thick and thin going on there. Really cool thick and thin. Like it'll get, you'll, you'll see some really highly twisted t thin spots and then there'll be several inches of thick and it's, it's so cool. <laughs> it's so soft and the colors 
are so vivid. The yeah. pops of color in it are so vivid. It just, for such a simple pattern, it really is striking. Yeah. The thick and thin, it's not enough to distract. In fact, especially on a pattern like this, I think it really adds to the texture. And the colors are gorgeous, and it feels absolutely wonderful. It's I so mean, <laughs> soft. I know I was squishing it on Friday. It just feels so wonderful. And it's part of the fair trade program. So each skein helps a woman support her family. And each skein is signed by the artist who worked on that skein. And it's certified fair trade. Isn't that true of a lot of the Monos yarns now? It may be. I think it, that the Marina lace weight that I bought oh, is also, yeah. I know it was signed by the person who dyed yeah. it. So I think it's also part of their fair yeah. trade yeah. program, which is really cool. So if you don't know what fair trade is or means, fair trade is a U.S. nonprofit that certifies transactions between U.S. companies and international suppliers to guarantee that farmers are paid fair prices for their goods. Sounds very cool, right? I <laughs> so I didn't realize that was such a U.S. centric thing. I guess it doesn't surprise me. I may I didn't have. Know that. Yeah, I'm not sure if they also have an international element. I may have looked at. No, you're probably right. A fair, you know, the fair trade website for the US. I'm not sure, but that's for this, that's what I found. <laughs> and like I said, I, I think I'm just totally a fan of this new yarn from Monos and I really can't imagine anyone not liking it. It's so <laughs> soft. And look, you get this fabulous cowl one skein. Well and you knit that in what an I evening? Love it. Pretty much. So it's also it's, a very quick it's project. It's a very quick project. Think gift yeah. knitting. Yeah, exactly. Holiday knitting, which is coming right up. Yeah, that would be like a perfect yeah. little gift for teacher, hostess, mm -hmm. all sorts of different Absolutely. gift categories. And, you know, one or two nights of knitting. It's probably yeah. not a very expensive yarn. Right. And bam, you've right. got a gift. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Really fun. So that was Serpentina from Manos del Uruguay. Thank you to Fairmont Fibers for supplying that skein for testing. <laughs> I really love it. And we'll have links in our show notes so that you can see the cowl that I made. Second thing that I finished, you've already heard about. It's the Ghost Gardens Shawlette. And then the third thing is my big finish. I finished my hood on the moon Yay! sweater. So, oh my gosh, you guys. It's so cute. <laughs> she brought it to the yarn store. And Carol and I both tried it on. And we both immediately started <laughs> determining what yarn we might already have in stash to knit it. It was that like fall in love instantly. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So hood on the moon. It's a pattern by Katrine Schneider. It's a buttoned hooded cardigan with a large hood and the hood has hat style shaping at the top. It's a great pattern for me for my size. I didn't find any problems with the pattern or any errors. In fact, I'd like to knit it again. It uses quite a bit of yardage because of the hood, but I didn't find it 
to be excessive. In fact, I actually used less yardage than I thought I was going to use. So I had originally planned for a little more yardage. But I love the sweater. Gail and I have knit a lot of hooded garments historically. And though I haven't knit so many in recent years, well, I haven't knit so many in recent years because I have it in my head that I have knit so many garments with hoods mm -hmm. and maybe I should stop for a while. So this now has opened the hood floodgates and we're going, <laughs> I think I'm going to be going again in that direction. I really like it. And I also have some finished photos of that. So they'll, there will be links in the show notes. That is Hood on the Moon by Katrine Schneider. And then I finished two spinning projects. Yay. I finished the purple that I was using for my cowl that I mentioned before. It's a merino silk blend. I'm using that for the raindrops cowl. And then I finished spinning what I think is a BFL. It's kind of a mystery fiber to me. It was labeled as one thing, but I don't think it was what I what it what I thought it may have been labeled as. So the mystery fiber spin is done as well. So I've got those two done. And they're both so pretty. Yeah. So pretty. Thank you. So how about you? What have you finished? Well, one thing I did want to mention, which I forgot to mention earlier, when you said that you liked the hood on the moon pattern the outing shawl which i'm knitting right now that pattern only has charts and i'm not it's not a lace pattern but it's a color work pattern at the border and if you were a brand new knitter it probably wouldn't be very easy to figure it out it it's basically just a slip stitch pattern but I really like patterns to have both written and charted instructions. It helps so, sometimes when you're trying to figure things out. Yeah. So I just wanted to point out that this one only has charted instructions and it is simple. It's not like it's going to keep you from actually knitting the garment, but it was a comment that I had about the pattern. So what have I finished? Well, I wasn't knitting on Markley last time we were here. I was knitting on my Bifrost. Oh, okay. Rainbowlicious, okay. beautiful project. So I finished that. So I had mentioned that when I cast that on, I was so taken with the colors and so happy with the knitting that I was forgetting all my other projects. And that's pretty much what I did. <laughs> so I powered through that pretty quickly. And I actually cracked myself up because I knit a garter stitch scarf. That's basically what that is. It's a garter stitch scarf on the bias. So it's kind of a joke that most people, their first projects when they're knitting are garter stitch scarves because they're the easiest thing. You just knit back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And most of us don't knit garter stitch scarves again pretty much ever because you just are on to different things. But yeah, it's a garter stitch scarf and it's just so stunning because the colors are so phenomenally beautiful and the yarn, I accidentally last episode called it a fingering weight yarn. Well, this is the yarn from Infinite Twist, and it is the Helix Treasure Cakes, and it's DK weight yarn. So my apologies oh, okay. for calling that the wrong weight. It is a beautifully textured, tightly spun yarn. I really enjoyed working with it, and I really cannot wait to wear that scarf. It's 
super, super long. It's super cushy and comfy and it's going to be really fun to wear. So that's Bifrost by Kate Carter Evans of Infinite Twist. And it is a kit that I got from Infinite Twist. And the second thing that I finished are the prairie socks that I've been struggling to finish for how many months? Oh my goodness. They've been on the needles for a really, really ridiculously long time. And they turned out a lot smaller than I thought they would. They sure did. Charlene couldn't fit them on her feet. Anne and Carol couldn't fit them on their feet. My daughter can't fit them on her feet. I obviously can't fit them on my feet. So one of my best running friends has a size seven foot that's narrow. And I'm really hoping she can get them on her foot. And if not, I'm going to have to find someone with a very cute little daughter who is knit. Oh, Melissa's daughter would be my next choice. So I cast on 64 stitches, which should have been the medium size, but I did not gauge swatch. Mm -hmm. And I used the same needles that I normally use for socks. So mm -hmm. I don't know if I was maybe tensioning tighter or if maybe the yarn is a little thinner i'm not sure what or maybe alignment the of planets pattern is less stretchy oh it probably is because there are slips well it's twisted stitches so maybe it did reduce the stretch that actually i know, hadn't even thought of that but they're super pretty it's the western sky knits really aspen sock with nylon base and it's the the way that kim dyes these particular skeins it's like half natural with speckles and half a solid color and the solid color in this case was a light tonal pink so they're not exactly striped socks but they're just so pretty and so fun and i really wish they fit my feet because i really <laughs> yeah. like them but they used about half the skein of wool so mm -hmm. i could knit myself a pair of jelly roll socks or what's the other one that's so popular that i can't remember the name of the shorty socks? Yeah, the little, they roll at the top. We've all knit them at least once. I can't once, remember. And I, can't I know the what name you right now. Yeah. But I could absolutely knit a pair of those, even with contrasting heels and toes, to make sure the yarn's mm -hmm. stretched enough to cover my feet. But super fun yarn, great pattern. It just, for whatever reason, I knit them too small for my own feet. So that's the Prairie Socks, and that pattern is by Kay Jones of the Bakery Bears. So I had two finishes this time for which I'm very happy and hopefully next time I'll have narrowed down that stack of whips <laughs> even a bit more. Thank you to Infinite Twist for sponsoring this episode. No creative person wants to waste their most precious resource, their time, on an unsuccessful project. Infinite Twist takes the guesswork out of yarn and color selection by providing what you see is what you get knitting kits featuring visually striking hand-dyed colors. Whether you're a beginner or an advanced knitter, our kits make your life easier and save you money. Say goodbye to hunting for the right size needle only to find it's occupied by another project or having to buy an entire skein to get a tiny amount of a necessary accent color. We even offer free shipping worldwide on all orders above $30. We're offering a special deal for Yarniacs listeners through the end of September. 20% off all in-stock kits when you use code YARNIAC at checkout. Please visit us today at infinitetwist.com. And remember, that's the in-stock kit. So apologies to the few people who raced off and placed their orders so quickly last time Aww. before the code was enacted. <laughs> Sorry about that.
So a quick update on the colors of fall knit along, which is going strong. We have lots of FOs that are in the thread and that people have finished but haven't styled yet. And there were a couple that I did want to comment on just because they were so fabulous. One, Mary, our friend who is knit admin on Ravelry, she knit the most adorable pair of monster pants for her <laughs> grandson. And the picture is of his little bum as he's crawling away and it's just adorable. So those are the monster pants by Mary. Danielle, who is Danny K 118 knit one of those beautiful city capes by Pearl Soho. Oh, nice. It's a gift for her mom. And we saw one live and in person at stitches last year. Our friend Marcy was wearing one and she was pregnant and it yeah. was so pretty on her. And Charlene have both kind of bounced that idea around yeah, and have. stopped it a little bit. I like that. It's a really neat, I think it's even a free pattern it by Pearl be, Soho. Yeah. I think it is. And Adrian, who is Classica DG on Ravelry, she knit a Stephen West pattern called the Marled Magic Sweater. It is really a unique, cool sweater. And hmm. she used 4,562 yards of yarn. She wanted what? it to be a stash-busting project. And she succeeded. It's really cool. It's really geometric. It has different colors and stripes and textures. It's typical Stephen West fashion of just like amaze balls kind wow. of fat. It's just, it's phenomenal. So congratulations to all of you and everybody else who has put FOs up in the thread. Yeah. Next episode, we plan to do a full list of all the fabulous prizes that have been donated because there's some super cool stuff that's available for all of you who are participating and who get drawn by the lucky random number generator. How can you call a random number generator lucky? You just know. get lucky because you were picked <laughs> by the point. random number generator. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about that now because my brain is totally turning into mush. And we're going to do Where Are They Now? Where Are They Now? So this is an occasional segment that Gail and I revisit every so often where we tell you about a project or garment from long ago. So I want to talk about a cardigan that I knit, as far as I can tell, I believe I knit this back in 2003. Ooh, wow. I know, this is an old one, and it's called C3, and it's by a designer named Annie Modisette, oh, and it yeah. was published in Knitty Magazine back in winter 2002. And to me, when I look at the pattern today, kind of an unremarkable cabled cardigan. In fact, when I look at it today, by my standards today, maybe even it's a little too busy. And I'll put a link to the pattern photo, but to be honest, even the pattern photo is not a good photo because <laughs> in the days before Ravelry it's, when yeah the oh, you're pattern right, not... the pattern photo is really bad really <laughs> tiny smaller than a postage stamp you can't see any detail in the garment and now when i look at the the nitty magazine site and look at the page for this pattern, it occurs to me 
that not only is the photo really bad, but the photo or, or the pattern doesn't even include a photo of the back of the garment wow. on the pattern page, which is a serious, serious alarm bell for me, the knitter of today. Now, me. right. Yeah. Because hmm. nowadays I would never choose to knit a garment that did not have clear photos of every part of the garment. And I always figure if the designer can't publish clear photos and lots of them, then I can, I can move along because there are lots of other patterns out there that show really good, clear garment photos. But that's the evolution of knitting from 2003 to 2017. I mean, quite possibly. Wow. Yes. But then when I click around, there are other garments from that issue that took a little more care with their photography. Okay. <laughs> now, so that was from Nitty. So Nitty has been around that long. Yeah. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Wow. And I remember when I knit this, that there wasn't even a stitch guide for the chart. Oh, and wow. I had to email, I think the designer to ask for a stitch guide and she said, oh, yeah, that looks like it was not like it was left off the pattern page. And when I looked at it this week, I noticed it had never been added to the pattern page. Oh, so that's it, unfortunate. Well, it makes me wonder if maybe nobody else ever knit it. Oh. <laughs> so I did used to wear this sweater. It's all over cables, so it's very warm and it's knit in a worsted weight yarn. So, again, it's very warm. I find now that it's probably too warm for me now. And I think when I did wear it more often, I wore it as a jacket. It's pictured as a more of a shorter cardigan, but I I know that I made mine longer. So it was more of a, of a jacket length, not, not quite tunic length, but it was a jacket length. Oh, okay. So I wore it as, a really as an outerwear jacket and for that it worked but I just don't wear it that much anymore I know I haven't worn it for several years and I'm ready to move this sweater along <laughs> well yeah if you've had a sweater in your closet for that many yeah. years I, I got my wear out of it exactly yeah. I I worked the yarn, I made the sweater, I wore the sweater for several years, but it doesn't fit me or my lifestyle anymore, so I need to move it along. I'm not sure how I'm going to move it along, but I have decided that it's time for this sweater to move on. <laughs> well, honestly, how many pieces of clothing, except for shoes, you might have shoes, do you have from 2003? Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. I have shoes not from 2003, you. but I don't. I'm certain I don't have any clothes from 2003. If any, very little. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Except for the handmade items. Yeah. So, like I said, it's time for it to move on. So, I haven't figured out where or how that's going to happen, but it will. You have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. feel like you're in a hurry. So, how about you? Well, I chose this specific garment because Hohe's Fall Knit Along is coming up and a lot of people have been chatting about it in the Ravelry group and there is 
a pattern sale happening for a certain length of time. I'm not sure when it ends. And you do have to sign up for whichever item you want to knit in Hohe's Ravelry group. So just be aware of those things. But one item that I knit as part of her knit along many years ago now was the Jenica hoodie. And I knit this in September of 2012. So it's one of my older sweaters in my wardrobe and it's really cute. It's knit in Madeline Tosh Aran yarn, which I talk about all the time. And I knit this one in charcoal, so it's a dark gray. And I actually had skeins from different sources. So some of the skeins don't match very well. So the hood actually looks striped because of the different colors mm -hmm. that I was alternating. But in typical Hohe fashion, this one is a really interesting design. It starts with the cable that goes around the yoke. Oh, and then there's right. a cable that goes all the way from the hood, all the way down the center of your head and down the center of your that's back. Right. So it's super pretty, super unique. And it was a fun knit. And because it's knit in an Aran weight yarn, it goes really quickly. I, I knit this in 10 days, 12 days. So I knit really a, hoodie, <laughs> a hoodie in 12 days. That's insane. So this one, it's a cardigan and it has just the top closures at the top oh right and yeah. it's just super cute it has pockets I love sweaters with pockets and this is one that I do still wear on a regular basis so mm -hmm. when it gets cold enough out it's one of the top of my sweater pile mm -hmm. sweaters so I wear it quite often it's great for dog walking although I usually end up getting too warm in it oh, really? walking the dog even yeah. with the open front yeah. yeah I get warm quickly so um, and as I'm looking at my project pictures here, it even has the beautiful cable on the pocket openings. So super cute design elements in the sweater. It fits really well. And because it has a yoke construction, it fits really well in the top of the sweater on me, really well. And it stays on really well. And you don't even need to do the front closures to keep it on, which mm -hmm. a lot of my sweaters, you know, I don't like it when they fall off my right. shoulders. This one does not fall off my shoulders at all. And the hood is not super, super deep. So as I remember correctly, it doesn't require a ton of yarn. Mm -hmm. And with the cable that runs up the center of the hood, it just looks really cute. It, yeah, it it's does. a really nice sweater and I really enjoyed knitting it and I love wearing it. So that's the Jenica hoodie by Hohi Locatelli. Interesting how we both randomly picked hoodies. cabled oh, and, sweaters. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> you were talking about hoodies and getting back into, I want to knit yes. all the hoodies and yeah. I had already picked a hoodie to talk yeah. about. So, And it was interesting, Charlene and I did a little research on our own finished objects and I have not knit nearly as many hoodies as I think I have. <laughs> and my, I have knit far more than I thought I had. <laughs> yeah, my brain thinks that it's knit many, many hoodies, but I haven't knit that many. But it's my hoodies that are my go-to when it's cold enough. Yeah. Definitely. So that tells me I need I to knit them. more. <laughs> more, more, more. Well, the Maisie sweater that I want to knit is a hoodie. Oh. So I'm scheming. <laughs> scheming and fantasy knitting while we talk. Cool. So that's where they are now. One sweater that you're going to move on to another yeah. person or resource the yarn or whatever you're going to do and my sweater I'm very happy with and it's yeah. not going anywhere <laughs> if it does go somewhere I'll be very sad yeah very sad Jimmy Beans Wool has a fun event coming up they are doing bus trips 
from the East Bay area of San Francisco Bay area up through Sacramento and up to the store located in Reno. So for the folks who are located along that route, which is Highway 80 from the East Bay area up through Sacramento, up into Reno, we are giving away two trips on the bus. Now, what's the bus, you ask? <laughs> bus will leave from Fremont with a stop in Roseville with the ultimate destination to arrive approximately four hours later at the Jimmy Beans location in Reno. Once there, you get to have lunch, you get to shop in the store and warehouse, there will be a class, there will be uh, independent dyer, Jenny Hewlett, the owner of Fiberspace, and Rachel Coopy, a sock designer. They will both be on the bus. There are fun and games on the bus while you are traveling to the Jimmy Beans Wool destination. Our trip that we are plugging today is for the September bus tours. I know they're having one in August this month as well. But the September one, like I said, the pickup and drop off spots will be in Fremont and Roseville. And the date is Saturday, September 9th. So for those of you local who are interested in attending this event, we are giving away two spots on the tour bus. If you would like to enter in this drawing and you are sure that you can attend on Saturday, September 9th, it's going to be an all day event. You will have to get yourself to one of the pickup and drop off spots and get yourself home, of course, from there. But your ticket on the bus and all of the fun events that are included will be a prize. Our Ravelry group to enter and we hope that a good time will be had by all yep and check the dates we'll have dates posted for when we will end the drawing and announce it we'll announce it on episode 148 i believe which will be about a week before okay all right so that was it for episode 147 i think Thank you very much for joining yeah, us. Thank you for listening. We hope that you are doing well and can't wait to see more Colors of Fall. Absolutely. Finished objects. Style those style those outfits. Yes. I need to do it too. Did you style your hood on the moon? Well, I took in my finished objects photos. That's pro that's all I will ever wear it with, blue jeans. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Then, yeah. you, then you succeeded. <laughs> I did. Okay, thanks for listening. Happy knitting. Happy knitting. Bye. Bye-bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.